Well, hello out there, planet Earth, and happy Friday. Thank God it's Friday. TGIF, you might hear it just a few times today, but remember, it's always Friday with me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. I-T-Y-M-I, which is in case you missed it. SMB stands for Small and Medium-Sized Business. For the last 20 years, I've been a voice and a sounding board for business leaders, helping these folks however I can as a consultant, multiple facets of the business world. Every single Friday, one of my favorite things to do is offer what is left of my mind and my voice to a live weekly show where I interview SMB leaders and their trusted advisors. Been having an absolute blast over the last year, coming up on a year already, it's kind of crazy. Talking with people all over the country, great stories to tell, unbelievable perspective on the business landscape. Hope everyone had a great holiday weekend and a chance to hit the beach. I wanted to just throw out there for a moment, for those who've only been listening to the show, don't forget that you can watch me and my fellow talkradio.myc hosts do our thing on Facebook Live. There are some specific links, but if you just follow Talking Alternative Broadcasting, you'll see me and all the hosts on the network doing our thing with our special guests, which is a big advantage for a show like today, which I'm very excited for. We're going to be hanging with a very special guest who is coming to us live from the field. Speaking of field, you guys might notice I'm wearing a Yankees jersey today, uh, but not because I went to the Yankee game last night, but because I went to the Jersey Shore Blue Claws game. It's been a while since I've hit up a minor league baseball game and had a, had a great time. It's not, not all that far from my house, actually. Um, definitely urge you guys. It was, the attendance was kind of light. Like these, these teams, go out and support them, man. They're doing some great things. You know, it's been a weird year, a weird time, but you know, definitely go out and, and see some sports and support them. Earlier this week, you guys know I'm a big movie buff. Uh, my th- shout out to my friend Scott, who uh, invited me out to the Moobies, that's M-O-O-B-Y, uh, pop-up in Red Bank. Moobies is the fictional restaurant from the movie Clerks. So uh, if you guys haven't seen Clerks, uh, after you're done listening to the show and watching the show, obviously, please go watch Clerks and Clerks 2 the rest of your Friday. But uh, in the meantime, we're going to hang out on Always Friday. In my travels, I've noticed that some of the best thought leadership happens on Fridays, when everyone in business feels the freedom of the weekend coming. However, we are all so anxious to get the weekend started. The pearls of wisdom that we come across on Friday, they're often overlooked. They're forgotten in favor of our fun weekend activities and our freedom from work. Here on the show, we take advantage of that freedom, uh, the weekend freedom and clarity. We discuss topics that are on on the minds of business leaders and their trusted advisors today. A lot of great, great pearls of wisdom and gold have come out. Coincidentally for you guys, my last name means free in German. So yeah, it's a play on words. Happy Friday, all of that. But it's not just a play on words. There is some deeper meaning. When you have that free mindset, a lot of good, good, real thought leadership and knowledge tends to come out of it. I have my shades on. I can assure you they're not as cool as Rob's. The weekend is coming. Let's rock out here. Today's show is all about rebuilding after the storm. We've been hearing about intense fires in California for weeks now. But as of late on the East Coast, we're hearing more about massive flooding going on as a result of the hurricanes. When you experience losses for these reasons, you need the best of the best to partner with for your restoration and rebuilding needs. And something like that can be really tough to find, especially because professionals in that space they tend to be overwhelmingly busy after natural disasters happen. Especially when it comes to matters like this, though, I personally, I like to look for a real good end-to-end personable client experience, open communication. I don't feel like I'm you know, talking to an hourly lawyer when I'm talking to somebody like this. You know, Good budgeting, good perspective on the budget and on what should happen in what order, the right staffing, the right type of organization. It just comes with so much responsibility. Well, we're going to talk to someone today who not only is uh, uh, an engineering background himself, general contractor, but works with architects, designers to produce beautiful and functional structures after things have been you know, remediated, restored, rebuilt, etc. If you guys have ever heard the talk is cheap, and I know I have, we're on talkradio.myc. We don't want this to just be talk. The goal here is let's use the insight we all receive today and take it, create more impact come Monday morning. There's a lot of good ideas shared here. Far too often, SMBs are focused on the product that's going to solve all of their problems. The shiny new mousetrap, the magic wand, the new technology, whatever it is. One consistent thing that I see out there is products change every single day. Everything that we do, personal business, it really doesn't matter. 
There's no substitute for surrounding yourself with the right people first, building the relationship, keeping a focus on a tangible, executable process that will help you achieve your goals together. As long as you do this, I do believe the right products will present themselves when they're needed, especially by the small, medium-sized business. Everything begins and ends with people. So in the spirit of surrounding yourself with the right people, I am so excited to, to get into this here today. Our special guest is none other than Rob Zamora, Resto Rob, as he's known, owner of Resto Rebuild. And I couldn't do just a headshot because he recently got married to his lovely wife, Michelle. So I wanted to include in the picture and I, I couldn't hesitate. The sunset picture was just awesome. Are you experiencing flood damage from a broken pipe? Did you just come home from a great vacation to a flooded property? A property that kind of happened last week, had some damage from the storm while I was in Cape May. Uh, did your toilet overflow? Did your appliance malfunction? And now you're in standing water. Well, Rob Zamura, owner of Resto Rebuild, been in the construction industry since he was 10. Don't tell the, you know, the labor board or anything, but he's been in the construction industry for a good long time. Multiple faceted business owner, has a, has a philosophy of people first. So obviously falls right in line with my way of thinking over here. Always be everyone's first thought, no matter what the question they have is. Be the confidant. Have them place their trust and confidence in you. He has a passion for cars, which is definitely mutually shared, and a passion for bodybuilding, which uh, I'm up to one day a week of working out. So I would love to share that type of passion as well, though I've got a long way to go before I have Rob's muscles. Rob wants people to relax and understand that fire, flooding, all of these are very common occurrences. If you're insured, the chances of your residential or your commercial property for your business being covered by your insurance are in your favor with unexpected things like flooding from storms. Timing is everything. Resto Rebuild, top rated water damage repair and restoration company serving the area for over 20 years. First priority, getting you back on track, restoring your property, timely manner includes having the entire team of professionals help you throughout the entire process. Process. There is absolutely no better person I could think of to kick around these ideas. Today, Rob is boys. We're going to discuss my favorite three questions. We can't avoid them. Who is your favorite movie or TV show character? What's your favorite movie or TV show? What's your favorite musical instrument? Who's the artist who plays it? We'll get to that later. Coming, us, coming to us live from the site of his most recent commercial loss, Rob, welcome to Always Friday. Great to have you here, bro. Thanks, Steve. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited. You know, we have a lot to cover, only a little bit of time. I'm glad I was able to make some time for this um, and this mayhem because I feel like, you know, like you mentioned earlier, um, when there's a lot of mayhem going on, um, people overlook, you know, the right thing to do something. So I thought it was great to take a pause in the middle of the mayhem, throw some education out there and also, you know, hopefully be able to take a look on, you know, the property here and what we're doing and kind of lay out what's going on awesome i know i'm really excited i hope everyone out there is knowing you for a few years now it has been an awesome privilege to see you start your own business as i know you've consulted for many organizations in the area on topics of remediation and restoration but it's time to share the story with all my friends out there give us the founder's journey how did you get to this point of your career um yeah so i it's it's kind of probably been you know my whole life in the making um, so like I said, you know, I started, you know, in the construction industry, super young, um, was always a passion of mine, um, you know, love just really cool architecture, you know, love out of the ordinary buildings, homes, um, always had, you know, a love for everything ornate. Um, so actually getting started in the construction industry, I started as um, kind of like a custom interior carpenter um, doing like super high end you know, woodworking and carpentry, you know, from, you know, high-end kitchens to just ornate, you know, moldings, coffered ceilings, crown moldings, things like that. Um, just really be able to create, you know, something and, and bring that attention to detail um, to something is, is what I feel is important. Um, and I think no matter what you do, that, you know, kind of goes across the board. You know, it's the same thing with cars. If, if you know, you got a beautiful car and it's got to be restored, you know, it's all in the details. Um, and, and, you know, with restoration, you know, it's kind of like a lot of it is just demolition. It is tear out. So, you know, you know, doing things surgically or doing things in detail kind of seems, you know, out of the ordinary, but that's actually where it's most important. 
Um, so yeah, so, you know, had a couple businesses, um, you know, was in the car business for a while, did some marketing, um, did some other business ventures, um, really got to learn, you know, different aspects of how businesses operate, how to deal with customers. Um, and, you know, eventually just wanted to get back into that construction field. Um, you know, it's always been a passion of mine, you know, kind of always wanted to be in it and really found, you know, where my passion was. Um, and that's when, you know, got into the restoration market, got, you know, learning, you know, applied, you know, all of my construction background, engineering background, everything to it. Um, and, you know, after consulting for, you know, a ton of other companies and doing operations and stuff, um, just kind of, you know, realized what product needs to be delivered in this business and how it needs to be done. Um, and it just got to the point where, you know, we had to go off on our own. Um, and we're super happy to be able to do that. I'm, I'm super happy to see you guys in the, in the role that you're playing now, as opposed to consulting for other businesses, really going out there and leading the charge. And your timing couldn't have been better, obviously, with some of the pictures that I see around the state. So you look out west and all the fires in, uh, in California, and then you look at pictures like this. It's like, can't we just kind of combine the natural disasters and put the fire out somehow? But, you know, these are actual pictures from New Jersey. This is somebody's neighborhood, multiple houses, completely underwater. This is this is a picture for those watching out there. Uh, this is a picture of, of just a highway where that's the median. Like I thought I thought it was an ocean shot for a second. It's that's a median of a highway, just water be, like up to the top of the median. So has this been like, you know, you know obviously guys in your position, it's something happens that's really serious like this. You guys are busy forever after this. But is it crazy overwhelming? Is it too much to handle? Is it something that that drives you to the point of, oh, my God, why did I decide to do this? Yeah, I mean, it is. So it's definitely always, you know, everything's always an emergency. You know, I always say that, you know, I make, you know, everybody's worst day, you know, my worst day five, six times over. You know, we see things like this and, and you know, and it is it is very overwhelming. But it's also in our position very easy to become numb to it. Um, and for me, it's always, you know, I always put myself in that person's shoes. I always think about, okay, you know, if this would have would happen to me, how would I feel? You know, what would I do? And it's really bringing that, you know, just being genuine and caring about the, the customer and the person and what they're going through um, really shines. And that's based on the feedback that we do get from our customers. That's one of the top things that they say is, you know, we really felt like you guys cared about you know, us and what happened and you actually wanted to do the right thing. Um, and that that's what I try to put myself in their shoes every single time. It's never just a job to me. Um, it's always a disaster. It's always something, you know, happened and, you know, how would I want to be treated and, you know, how would I want this taken care of? And I really put myself in their shoes and that's not only, you know, to get the job done right, but also, you know, is this going to be covered? Is this something they're coming out of pocket for? You know, how can we help them in that way? You know, it's not a job. It's somebody's family. It's somebody's house. It's somebody's business. I love where your head's at. We're going to take a quick break, but we'll be right back with Rob Zamura, Resto Rob, owner of Resto Rebuild. Stay with us. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy. And I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Are you interested in having a better relationship with yourself, others, and God? Greetings. I'm your host, Dr. George Andow, for the show, A Journey Through Into Awareness. On my show, 
we journey into the awareness that the mind of God is the true seat of our personal consciousness. We join together each Monday at 7 p.m. So tune in on Talk Radio NYC. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. everybody it's friday it's always friday it's me it's stephen fry your smd guy we are chatting with my good friend rob samura resto rob owner of resto rebuild and rob just to kind of piggyback on something you were just talking about you know and i always like to sit out by my fire pit for just a moment and give people a little bit of perspective on the situation so there's my fire pit for you um you know the business that you work in is a classic example of reaction just like you said everything's always an emergency It's like you do the people's biggest emergencies multiple times a day. And when I look at that type of situation, people make very emotional decisions when there's disaster looming, when they have something that happens, flooding, fires, hurricane, tornado, whatever. They want to get things fixed as soon as possible. They want to get their lives back together. And because it's such an emotional time and something that is so time sensitive, the other folks that provide these services, they can really take advantage. And they do. It's, you know, people pro- overpromise and underdeliver all the time in your industry. And I know that's something that's really big to you that you want to kind of change the game as far as the way people perceive that. But I look at it again in the eyes of being reactive versus being responsive. Something I've talked about with a number of my guests in the last number of weeks, you know, being responsive is just having kind of a, a systematic conditioned process to to really go like and that's why whenever i have questions or issues on anything remotely surrounding this industry i do call you because i know that even if it's something that's not going to fall in your wheelhouse you're going to steer me in the right direction so to that end this is the method part of our show rob so where we talk about the science behind what you do you know we're not going to train anybody to be you know remediation restoration rebuilding specialists here but Talk to us a little bit about what you're doing, how you're doing it, and how you're going to market for it, even in the times when there's not a disaster looming. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, it's like you mentioned, you know, everything's an emergency, something always happens. Um, I would say the one thing that we deal with that's probably not necessarily an emergency because it, it kind of takes a little bit of time for it to happen is, 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 is mold remediation. So, you know, that we can, that's really the only thing we can kind of schedule out and, you know, go and inspect and, you know, figure out what to do and then put them on the schedule and and begin the remediation. But everything else really is an emergency. Um, As far as the method, um, one of the things for me that's super important um, and why I want to, why I am an owner and why I wanted to be an owner and move away from, you know, consulting and operations is that, you know, I want things done a certain way. And when I give somebody my word that we're going to do this, you know, the only way it's not going to happen is if I'm no longer alive. So for me, that's super important. And when I meet with somebody that just experienced the loss, when I tell them, you know, we're going to do everything possible to bring all of our expertise to the table to not only get this done the right way, but get it done in a timely fashion. We're going to be there, finish the project when we say it's going to be finished. And we're also going to account, you know, your situation, whether it's it's not a covered loss and everything is coming out of pocket and we figure out what we can budget, what needs to be done, what can't be done. Um, it's really big on, like I said, I put myself in their shoes and think about, OK, if I was in their situation financially, health wise, whatever the case may be, you know, how would I want somebody to treat me in this situation and how would I want to be treated? Um, So a lot of times in prior companies, when I would meet with customers, some of them actually would ask me, you know, is all this stuff actually going to happen? Or is somebody that's basically above you going to come in and say, oh, no, 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 we can't do that. Um, You know, and your hands are tied. 
Um, so that's one of the biggest things for me as an owner is, you know, the buck stops here. And a lot of times I've, I've noticed, unfortunately, in other companies is that, you know, owners actually hide behind um, their company. You know, they send guys out to do things they don't want to do. They put their employees in uncomfortable situations, you know, and for me, it's, you know, I have my guys back. Um, you know, they nickname me the general. Um, <laughs> They go to war for me because they know that I have their back. You know, if we're out there at three o'clock in the morning, you know, I'm the one that's out working everyone still, you know, I'm the one that's, you know, it's, it's not go for me. It's always like, let's go. Um, and I know sometimes that could be a little cliche, but that, that is how we operate. Um, and there's, I just don't see any other way of doing it. No, it's awesome. And it's, it, it it's not corny. It's not hokey. Let's go. It's, it's much better having the right people around you to go out and execute the process. Like that's, that's what it's all about to me. So I, I like to read and I always, I tend to share some type of published work on my shows that, that reminds me of, you know, who I'm speaking to. And I got to be honest, even though I, I like to read books and have a decent sized library, I don't really have any books on mold remediation or anything like that, but just checking around real quick, I came across this book, Fundamentals of Mold Remediation, by a gentleman named Ian Call, who's an internationally recognized expert. He's trained thousands of mold professionals over the last 20 years. So it, just, just looking at this real quick, just what I read about it in, in abstract, it says you'll find a wide range of practice among folks in the mold remediation business. There are multiple standards, guidelines, and common practices that can very often conflict with each other. And I see that in a lot of labor intensive types of industries. But anyway, this book was put together to kind of synthesize the information and give a little bit clearer instruction based on the most current best practices. And it says it includes things like engineering controls. And whenever I hear engineering in this world, I always think of you because I know you have a background in engineering, but when people think of engineering out there, they don't think of mold remediation specialists very often. A lot of that because a lot of labor-intensive folks who may not necessarily have that background in education go into this business. But like when I talk about method and science, method behind the madness, it's hard to imagine anybody has it more than you. So talk to us a little bit about some of your training and, and schooling and how you've how you've used it to effectively network and partner with other types of you know professionals in this industry. Yeah, absolutely. So for me, um, I, I know that this type of industry, the restoration industry, the mold remediation industry, um, it is somewhat of a newer industry. Um, and what I mean by that is is the fact that the technology and the science and the education behind it is always changing. You know, back in the day, if you had a disaster where you had a flood, you know, or a fire uh, or mold, basically the answer was just, well, we're just going to tear everything out. You know, we're going to rip everything out. There's going to be nothing left. Um, and then we're just going to rebuild. So, you know, that's great. But that, you know, takes a lot of time and, you know, it's it could be very expensive. So, you know, we kind of have this this education and more of, of psychometric, um, you know, initiatives to show us how we can dry something, or if we can just take, you know, something out, we could dry it in place, or we could remediate it, you know, get it back to how it was before. Um, not only does that save a lot of cost, but it also saves a lot of time. Um, so for me, you know, I kind of am involved in the construction industry, you know, across the board, you know, I always say, you know, I'm, I'm as familiar with, you know, the plumbing aspect of the build as I am with the framing, as I am with the custom carpentry, kitchens, bathrooms, electrical, um, masonry stuff as I am, you know, with my expertise in restoration. And, you know, I combine all of those things together to, you know, approach a loss and figure out, okay, this is what happened. You know, what type of materials were used? Can these materials be restored and left or do they have to be taken out? Um, so going back to what I mentioned earlier, um, because my initial, you know, getting my feet wet in the construction industry was such detailed work with the finished carpentry, um, I like to be very surgical with certain things. So even when we're doing demolition, you know, 
we're surgical because the demolition isn't the restoration part of it. The restoration part of it is getting everything put back together. Um, and the biggest issue in our field is that I would say 90% of restoration companies, they actually don't do their own reconstruction. They actually don't do reconstruction at all. So right. what that means, they just come in, they do the cleanup, they rip everything out, you know, however they see fit. And then somebody else has to come in and kind of put the pieces back. Um, and that could be very difficult because now, you know, some of the work that was done previous for me, because we do do a lot of reconstruction that was done by other companies, you know, poorly or not the right way. Um, we almost have to redo everything they did because the goal now is to put everything back together. So if, you know, the demo wasn't done properly, the cuts aren't straight, this and that, we can't come in and put everything back. Um, so the fact that we're, you know, a complete firm that does, you know, we call the front end, which is basically the demo, the restoration, all that, but we also do the back end. And because of that, um, it actually allows us to, to get more customers because everybody wants a one-stop shop, you know? So for example, if you just had a flood and I come in and I just say, okay, well, we're just going to tear everything out. And then you're kind of on your own. People don't understand what that means. Like, how can there be two parts? You know, it's kind of something's damaged, so it has to be put back. Um, so our method is very surgical and that's how I apply, you know, everything to the loss. And I know a lot of people, they don't understand that because when you think of, you know, kind of like a dirtier job, like demolition or cleaning or anything like that, people don't really understand why you need to be, you know, very precise and very surgical and know what you're doing. But those are the reasons why. So it's, it's first, first things first, when you say get your feet wet in this industry, all I can think of are these, are these pictures of Jersey floating away. But I, I, I think you make, you make some very good points. And in the business world, you know, one thing I'll attest to is that with certain aspects of business, when you throw the term out one-stop shop, sometimes it can actually be a deterrent for some people. But in, in, you know, again, it depends on the industry you're working in with what you do and the way you do it and how you're going to market for it. I like the idea of it being a one-stop shop because you have the contracting and engineering background. It's like whatever the issue of the day is and your understanding of all the different pieces, even if you have to bring in other folks to partner with to accomplish certain pieces, you can still kind of carry the ball and be the general as so aptly named to go out and kind of bring the right solution to the end user client, the customer, the person who's looking to rebuild their house and office, which I'm excited to see out in the field. So we're going to take a quick break, but we'll be right back with Rob Zamura, Resto Rob, the owner of Resto Rebuild, right here on Always Friday, talkradio.myc. Stay with us. Howdy, I am Joseph Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.myc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7 Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. Are you a cannabis enthusiast, a cannabis professional, or interested in entering the cannabis space? I'm Johnny Tsunami, and this is Planet Baco Lolo, a less taboo view. On our show, we will discuss the cannabis world through the perspective of various cannabis professionals. Tune in every Thursday evening, Eastern Standard Time, 6 p.m., Talk Radio NYC, Planet Baco Lolo, a less taboo view. Are you passionate about the conversation around racism? Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Time 
on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Welcome back to Always Friday with me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy, but it's not We're talking with my good friend, Rob Samura, the owner of Resto Rebuild, Resto Rob, who I actually just learned was called Tsunami in the past because of folks not being able to pronounce his last name, Zamora. Thought that was a funny coincidence, considering we just heard the commercial for Planet Pakalolo right here on talkradio.myc, hosted by my very good friend, Johnny Tsunami. So there you have it. Tsunamis wipe out towns. Those towns need resto rebuild. And back by the Tsunami man himself. So, Rob, we're going to get into a little bit of the madness. And I know there's a ridiculous ton of it right now behind what you do. The madness section of the show here is is all about the artistic observation, stories that you have from the field. Um, no subject too taboo, anything goes. You know, we don't want to compromise client confidentiality, especially where it might be issues, but there's always a way to talk about and even show us, hopefully in some ways, with your uh, being out in the field, you know, what, what goes on in your daily existence. And I know that what's going on right now might be a little bit of extenuating circumstances, but let's face it, when shit happens, they need you. So this is exactly what folks like you are in business for. So give us a little bit of the madness. What's going on? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, one of the things that I always say is, I mean, when we have situations like this, where there's just, you know, overwhelming amount of flooding, and, you know, just a lot of people affected by, you know, a certain disaster, um, it always creates a lot of problems because what happens is like you mentioned earlier, you know, everybody wants to get something taken care of. So they're going to sacrifice expertise and doing something the right way by just hiring anybody, you know, that comes in and says, Oh yeah, yeah, we could take care of this. And it's like, well, don't you guys, you know, lay asphalt for a living? What do you know about, you know, restoration? And, it, and it's just, and it's, it's bad because, you know, people will hire anybody to do something. Um, so it, it's, it actually causes more issues when something like this happens for our industry, because like you mentioned, people like us, you know, we can only get to a certain point at a certain amount of time, you know, it's very hard for us to, to, to be prepared for disasters like this, because obviously it's very hard to carry labor for, you know, a disaster, you know, industry. Sure. You know, we're not we're not scheduling things out like a normal, you know, contractor would where, you know, we're going to do your kitchen. OK, we'll put you on the schedule. We're doing your basement, your bathroom, your building a house. We'll put you on the schedule. You know, there is no no schedule. It's just constant madness. It's you know, it comes in. And then how do you deal with it? You know, um, and that's that's kind of the tough part about when something like this happens, because a lot of people suffer. Um, because again, they don't know what they're doing. Um, they hire somebody that doesn't know what they're doing and they don't know any better until it's too late. Um, and a lot of times, you know, some of the bad situations that we've seen are, you know, the cause of that because, you know, somebody comes in says, Oh, this is fine. You know, this doesn't have to be taken out or this doesn't have to be done. Um, and then, you know, you get wood rot, you get shifting walls, you get people that are living with mold. Um, and unfortunately, they don't know any better because, you know, this particular individual placed at their trust, you know, in this contractor to, to, to say that everything is done properly. And, you know, their, their mind is at peace because the contractor said that they're good to go, um, when in reality, that's not the case. Um, so that's probably one of the biggest things that we see. Um, that's another big reason why I am in this industry. Um, because, you know, with my background, there's a lot of different things I could choose to do. Um, you know, there's no reason that every single day I have to make, you know, five people's worst day, my worst day. Right. Um, 
it could be very, you know, very difficult. Um, it does weigh on you, especially when you do care about what's going on like I do. Um, and I think, you know, people who get into, you know, some of the tougher uh, careers where they see tough things every day, you know, it's truly that they, they do want to help um, because, you know, it, it's not fun to see what I, you know, what I witness. It's not fun to see, you know, all the heartache and the issues that people deal with. But we know that, you know, they need help. Somebody's going to need to help them. Somebody has to help them. So we want to get to as many people as we can to help them properly so that it, you know, prevents even further issues and further heartache down the road. Yeah, no, that's, it's very important. Like we were saying before, it's not, not just stuff, it's people, it's their, their homes, their businesses. It's, it's a lot of their, their livelihood and the story behind them. It's not just, you know, just a simple fix. So You'll see on my background behind me is uh, something I pulled off of your website, 24-hour emergency service. And I imagine after episodes like last week, at any hour of the day and night, there's, there's calls coming in for, for issues and for requests and for holy, holy shit, please get out here as soon as you can, emergency panic button. But you know, now let's say it's a little over a week you know, from when the, the hurricane really hit the, the Jersey NYC metro area. Are you still getting calls in the middle of the night? Um, so no calls in the middle of the night, we are still getting, you know, calls in the evenings. Um, you know, there's still obviously a lot of work that needs to be done. Um, and you know, with a storm like this, unfortunately, until the waters have receded and the water table has gone down a bit, um, we can't come in and begin to do what we want to do. Um, for example, the loss I'm at today um, I was here, you know, that, that day that the storm happened the next morning. Um, and, you know, we see water coming up from the drains that are supposed to be draining the water out um, because the water table is so high, you know. So until, you know, it recedes, we can't really come in and assess, you know, what the damages are, what needs to happen. Um, and that also creates a lot of unknown dangers. You know, people don't realize that, you know, you have a lot of things in the basement. For example, here even, yes, the water was just below the electrical outlets, but nobody took into account that, you know, there's extension cords plugged in that are on the ground. There's surge protector strips that are on the ground, you know. So when I arrived here, thankfully I arrived here, you know, we were able to check everything for current and this and that, and we were actually able to prevent a fire because one of the rooms that I went into um, was actually filled with smoke because there was a surge protector laying on the ground, you know, underwater. Um, so, you know, we were able to shut everything off and it's just, you know, in the panic, in the mayhem, like you mentioned, there's just so many things. And I feel like our mind, when it's something that we're not used to, our mind goes to, okay, what's the first thing that's completely out of the ordinary here that I'm not used to? Well, the first thing is that there's a foot of water where there's not supposed to be. You know, so realistically, our mind goes to, okay, how do we deal with the water? You know, we got to start scooping it out. We got to start doing this. You know, your mind doesn't go to that. You could be electrocuted. You know, you, you have all this stuff down there. It's things that you don't think of. Um, you know, it, it's just kind of like that natural reaction of this is what we need to do. One topic that's always good for madness is one that I've been party to for you know, a long time in my travels is the insurance world. You know, my, my travels and my licensing that I have is more on the life and health side. But as far as commercial property and casualty insurance goes, you know, same, same thing for you. These times are like a crazy, overwhelming nightmare for these folks. And you know, similar for the, you know, for the insurance companies, even for the, for the families and the businesses that have been affected by these natural disasters, hurricanes, tornadoes, et cetera, they have to go through the motions with the insurance companies, which can sometimes be a huge, difficult process. Talk to us a little bit about how you help you know, clients through some of that, that arduous process of getting the, the insurance claim filed and getting everything covered, personal or business. Yeah, absolutely. So, so everything with, with insurance coverage is, is difficult because, as you know, you know, everything comes down to verbiage. Everything comes down to you know, what your pot, what does your policy say? Where are you? You know, what are you covered for? What are you covered for? You know, and I think a lot of times, you know, again, going back to dealing with 
everybody that you deal with on a day-to-day basis, you want them to be the best at their field, you know? So when people obtain these coverages, you know, they're trusting in the person that's selling them their insurance, you know, just like you do, Steve. And, you know, they're trusting you that, okay, they're giving you this information and you're properly protecting them. Um, You know, and I know there's a lot of factors that go into it. I know a lot of times, you know, uh, costs and premium, you know, play factors into, you know, what should I be covered for? What shouldn't I be covered for? And, you know, it's always a gamble, as you know. Um, And, you know, one of the things that we do to help them out is first off, we tell them that, you know, you're not on your own. Um, Yes, you have to file a claim, you know, but we will review your policy with you. Um, You know, we will see what you're covered for, what you're not covered for. If there's any caps on your policy, you know, we'll deal directly with the insurance adjuster to get this claim, you know, settled for you and paid out for you. You know, we'll deal with, you know, industry standards um, to fill them in. We'll send all the paperwork that's required, everything that we need. Um, So we really kind of, you know, hold their hand when it comes to, you know, filing the claim and dealing with the insurance company, dealing with the adjusters, um, you know, and that's a huge expertise that we bring to the table as well. Whereas, you know, other companies are, you know, hey, you got to pay us for this. And then if you get money out of your insurance company, that's on you. Um, so it's it's a constant handholding, you know, from beginning to end, um, whether on how things need to be done, you know, walking them through the insurance process, dealing with the insurance day to day to make sure that not only do they get paid quickly, but they get paid for, you know, what they need and, you know, get paid for the things that were actually damaged. You said something important there that, you know, triggered something for me. I always say to people, you know, I've been doing work with small, medium-sized businesses for the past 20 years. And one big thing that I've come across is it's, it's much less about what you say and much more about how you say it. And especially with insurance, you know, folks have sold insurance time and time again throughout the country. Time, time again, people have bought insurance. So they, a lot of times people might be familiar with what the policy says. But as far as how you package and report the claim for a particular incident, there are many people that have the appropriate line by line, comprehensive, take call to action experience with that. And that is something that's so huge for the handholding process to really get to where people want and need to go, you know, following a disaster like what we're dealing with right now with half the state of New Jersey underwater. But uh, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with my buddy, Resto Rob, Rob Zamura, owner of Resto Rebuild here on Always Friday. Stay with us. Hey everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy in Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. Informed about menopause and how it impacts on your life? Hi, I'm Pat Duckworth, women's health strategist and host of the Hot Women Rock radio show, empowering women leaders at menopause. Join me every Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. UK Time on talkradio.nyc for interviews with inspirational women who will share their top tips to rock your world. Have you ever thought of reinventing yourself? Are you looking to create a new life's journey? Hi, I'm Kevin Barbro, host of Coffee Talk XL every Tuesday night, 5, 8 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live to hear me and my guests from a variety of different backgrounds. As a former college coach and a current full-time actor and owner of multiple companies, my show is as eclectic as my life. That's Coffee Talk XL every Tuesday night, 8 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day.
Welcome back to Always Friday with me, Stephen Fry, your SMBC guy. We're talking with my good friend, Rob Zimmer, Resto Rob, owner of Resto Rebuild. Don't forget, guys, if you like small, medium-sized business, entrepreneur-related discussion, stay with talkradio.myc for the next show. Jeremiah Fox on the entrepreneurial web. Jeremiah is awesome. Bound to get some pearls of wisdom out of him. But uh, to wrap things up over here with Resto Rob here on Always Friday, we're going to get into a little bit of the messaging. Maybe we'll even see a little bit of the, uh, the site that Rob's on. But Rob, the whole idea here is we want to give people some weekend insight to make a Monday impact. Friday night's martini night in the Fry House. I know that things are going to get wild here later. You know, what can we give everybody that you really remember over the weekend and put into action come Monday morning? Yeah, absolutely. So I think just tying everything together, um, you know, just some words of wisdom from me and just, you know, my whole background of business in general is, you know, I kind of feel like no matter what business you're in, what your career is, what you do, um, it comes down to a couple of things. The first is you really have to find what you're passionate about. Um, For me, this is my passion. Um, Like I said, you know, there's a lot of things that I can do given my background. Um, They're all pretty different from one another. Um, They don't really coincide. Um, but this truly is a passion of mine. Um, you know, I can be out in the field, you know, almost 24 seven and, you know, it's, I'm always amped up. I'm always happy what I'm doing. Um, this is a passion of mine. Um, it gives me, you know, super clarity when there's, you know, mayhem going on all over. Um, the fact that, you know, this is my passion. This is what I love to do. Um, it helps, you know, me tremendously. The other biggest thing is that, you know, no matter what you do, you always want to be truthful, you want to be genuine, and you want to be honest. Um, I always talk about honesty. Um, I think it's the biggest thing when it comes down to business or dealing with customers. You always want to put everything that's going on on the table, whether it's good news, it's bad news. You know, for me, when I'm looking at a loss, I'll tell you, you know, this is what needs to be done because this is what will happen. I'm not just going to come up with an excuse, you know, to make the job bigger, to get more money, to extend the loss. I'm always going to be honest with you. I'm going to put myself in your shoes. I'm going to use all of my expertise to dissect everything and tell you the honest truth of what needs to happen. Um, Sometimes it's a lot worse than the customer thinks it is. And a lot of times people are shocked by my honesty because I will tell them, you know, this is what you need to do here. And they'll, they'll be shocked that I'm not trying to get a job out of it or trying to get money out of them. Um, it just comes down to that honesty of this is what needs to be done. And that's what builds trust. Um, and I think the last thing is, you know, I say this a lot and you've heard, you've heard me say this before, Steve, is that I treat every loss that we do as if it was my grandmother's house. And that's how I tell my guys to treat it, Um, you know, and it's kind of what does that mean? Well, what that means is, you know, you're extra careful with everything. You know, we're super clean. You wear your booties on your on your boots when you go into the house. We floor protect everything. We seal everything. And people see that, you know, one of the comments we get from people, especially if we're doing, you know, a super high end, you know, home, multimillion dollar homes is, you know, people will say, wow, we're so glad that we called you because not only is your expertise and everything invaluable, but we're just amazed at how you treat our property, how clean everything is. You know, we, we, we are just very, you know, we're very surgical when it comes down to everything that we do. Um, so again, you know, just leaving everybody for, you know, some pearls of wisdom for the weekend, um, be passionate in what you do and always be truthful and be genuine in what you're doing and you'll be successful. And have a go-to person like Resto Rob to come over and check everything out when you experience a natural disaster. I love it. I want to give everybody a little peek into the questions that I asked you and the answers that you gave. Remember my favorite three questions. Who is your favorite movie or TV show character? What's your favorite movie or TV show? What is your favorite musical instrument? And who's the artist you'd like to hear play it? Uh, Hopefully, if you have a minute before we're done here, we'll get, get a peek into what's going on at the loss you're at. But Your favorite movie character is one of my favorites, and it is James Bond, Secret Agent Man, 007, MI6, which very often you and what you're doing 
I, I could see how you might even be related to that. It's, you got to call in a specialist, man. You know, get Bond in here to take care of this. So I love it. I've always been a big James Bond fan, but it's, you know, it's almost in the same lines of Mission Impossible, impossible mission for us. Like when, when something looks like it's too impossible to deal with, you know, call in the, the real professionals. And that is what you guys are with Resto Rebuild. So, and I, I couldn't help myself. I, I did put your face on Daniel Craig's body getting out of the ocean because I know how much you like the bodybuilding. I just figured I would take a lot of the, easy, the training part out of it for you. So second, uh, what is your favorite movie or TV show? No surprise to me because I know that you're a passionate car guy, as I am too. Fast and the Furious was what was put out there. By the way, anytime I can join my guests on screen, I do like to do that. So uh, I know that my physique doesn't really mirror Vin Diesel's at all, but hey, I can dream, can I? So Fast and the Furious, you know, undercover cop goes in to infiltrate a gang of folks that are street racing ends up with far more than he bargained with. If you guys haven't seen fast and the furious, you better get cracking the rest of the day. I think they just came out with the ninth movie. So good stuff. You know, you look like you fit right in with these folks. You guys used to work in car dealerships, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it says here, one of the fast and the furious things, I live my life a quarter mile at a time. And in your business, it might feel like a lot of the clients and customers are like that, too, with as loose and reckless as they might be with some of the things that they're doing. But, uh, you know, good stuff. Good, good food for thought. Uh, favorite musical instrument. You gave me a, an interesting answer. You said the steel drum, like folks play in the Caribbean, which uh, I wasn't able to find a picture to throw your face on for this. But here's, you know, Caribbean, little taste of the Caribbean. Did find some some drummer pictures that I could put you on. But. I don't know what it is. It's you know, there's plenty of features that that indicate this. You remind me of Dave Grohl all the time, and Dave Grohl is a very popular answer that I get for folks that like drummers. So I, know, I just I couldn't resist. I had to had to make you Dave Grohl for a second. But Rob, this is this is awesome. I I appreciate you carving out some time. I know you're busy beyond belief. I felt bad even talking to you about making this happen today. I did think it was a very valuable conversation, and it is. Like you said, timing is everything, a very timely conversation. You guys need to get any sort of quotes, free estimates, anything pertaining to water damage. There's number here, 732-889-7013 for Central Jersey. You do in Northern and South Jersey too or no right now? Um, yeah, I mean, we're, we're usually we handle all of New Jersey. I mean, right now we're just, you know, helping stuff as we can get to it. Um, and yeah, and just, you know, we're doing all over. So... I I know you might be going a little bit more outside your geography now than you usually do, but uh, no, that's, that's totally cool. Appreciate you appreciate everything that you're doing. So uh, coming up next week, just want to give you guys a taste of who's going to be here. And then hopefully if you have a couple minutes, Rob, we only have a couple minutes left of the show. Definitely want to check out where you're at, but uh, next week we're going to be talking with my friend, David Rush. We're going to be talking about unblinding your view. He works with an organization called Unblinded. He's the leader of corporate business development, uh, training and development solutions. Uh, Unblinded, fascinating organization. They got a big gala event coming up in a couple weeks. Uh, Looking forward to talking to David Rush from the Unblinded organization. But let's bring things home with Resto Rob here. Before we let you guys go for the week into the entrepreneurial web, let's take a look at, at the site and get a little bit of a walkthrough of what's going on here. All right. Yeah. Let me see if I can get us over here and just take some peeks on a few things. So Rob, remember folks aren't always watching. I do love it when folks watch where we're goofing around with the green screen and everything in the background, but you know, the more that, you know, color you can give talking through certain things, always good. I know there was one thing that you mentioned where you, you took apart a wall in this building and one side of the wall looked, looked kind of fine and looked like it was one way. And the other, once you took it apart and saw what was behind it, it was a little different than you anticipated. But yeah, give us a little bit of commentary. Yeah, absolutely. And I know there's a chance I'll you're going to do my best for the people listening. Yeah, you guys hear me okay? Yeah, I'm losing you a little bit. You're, you're, you're can you like hear red. me now, Steve, or no? Yeah, I can't really hear you, man. I kind of figured that would happen, but uh, but yeah, it's uh, it, it's tough to hear you a little bit. All right, let me head up here for a sec. There you go. That's better. All right, so I'm up here. So what I'll do is I'll kind of just give um, just give a uh, a uh, I guess breakdown of what we're going to be looking at. 
Um, can you, would you, were you still able to see the video? You just couldn't hear me. Yeah, I could see it, but we only have like two minutes left. We got another show coming up on the network here. So give everybody the quick once over of, I know there's a lot going on behind what you do, but commercial business, you're there. Nobody else is. You're checking on the status of the operation. You know, what, what went on here real quick? Yeah, absolutely. So commercial property, we have three buildings on this property. Um, you know, uh, one two-story building, uh, actually two two-story buildings, and the, the building behind me is three stories. Um, so, you know, basements flooded out in all three. Um, basically, what when you walk into the property now, which I would love to show you guys, um, every wall looks like it's completely fine. Um, doesn't look like there's anything wrong with it. Doesn't look wet. Doesn't look like it's peeling. I mean, the paint side, you know, they're not even dirty. There's nothing, you know, nothing you would think that's wrong with them. Um, so when we open the other side of the wall, you know, there's, it's a completely different story of what's going on inside. Um, you've got wet insulation, you've got mold, you've got wet framing, um, you've got, you know, cat three contamination. Um, so, you know, what's behind the wall is super important. So a lot of times, you know, just a homeowner or, you know, business owner can go down there and say, oh, well, everything looks fine. You know, there might be an odor, it might smell a little moldy, but, you know, how do you determine, you know, what's good and what's not? Um, And that's where our expertise, our state-of-the-art tools, everything that we use, you know, come into play because, you know, these walls, if left unopened, left untreated, um, they're going to rot away. You're going to get a ton of mold. You can have a lot of issues um, you know, that are going to affect a lot of people because obviously there's a lot of people that, you know, are in these, are in these buildings day to day on a normal basis. Um, and that's just a health hazard for everyone. Yep. Absolutely. Thank you for doing what you're doing. I know sometimes you might even be putting yourself in harm's way. You guys need a free estimate 24 hours a day, 732-889-7013 is how you can get in touch with Resto Rebuild. Thanks again for being here, Rob. Uh, you guys want to get in touch with Rob directly for any consultative reasons, text SMB guy, all one word to 21,000. You can put a little note after that says resto Rob, and I'll get you guys connected uh, until next week, Friday, 11 a.m. When I'm back on the air, have a great weekend, everybody. Stay tuned to talkradio.myc for the entrepreneurial web with Jeremiah Fox. We'll see you next time. Do you run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. Did you know that nearly one in five adults in the U.S. battles mental illness? Hi, my name is Albert Dabba. I'm the host of the show Extra Innings. Extra Innings, I discuss the topics of wellness, mental health, and the experience of surviving multiple suicides within my family. Listen live every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern to Extra Innings for discussions with sports figures, artists, mental health professionals, and many others. That's Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. In a post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be frank about health to advocate for all of us. 
podcast, Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc.